Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Like all of our time machines are broken. We cannot go back and change things. everyone welcome to little miss recap the podcast where we're dropping some real relevant com- content on mother's day yes we are <laughs> nothing says mother's day quite like episode six of season two of yellow jackets i mean um it i mean so Shauna becomes I'm, a mom yes she does i'm yeah. amy archer i'm your host i'm here with my wonderful co-host amanda lipnack radel hi amanda Hi, I love that you sing my name differently every single time. It makes me happy. That's something I mean, that um, Stephanie and I have gotten in the habit of doing. Like, we sing everything. Mm, like, I sing we'll things a lot, the, too. Yeah, we'll be on the phone with each other. And I'll be like, what's up? Like, we're just singing <laughs> things. And I As have, like, the world's worst voice. So it's not mm. always pleasant to hear me sing everything. But, you know, like hey, whatever. Whatever. Okay, that's what best friends do. All right, guys. So Amanda's in charge today. It's her show. Uh, I gave her the real shitty assignment. Or she chose it. You chose it. I could have chose it. Yeah. I mean, we could have gone either way. One of us had to do this. And so I'll take one for the team here. Okay. So today we're talking about, as Amanda said, Yellow Jackets, season two, episode six, Key, which is who in French. Yep. Any ideas what the title can refer to? Um... I mean, I don't maybe even just know. the obvious one. The who of who the baby is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this is the least obvious title that we've had so far this season. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Okay. Are we, we, we're taking well, deep breaths. We're taking deep breaths. Let's just do this. Um, if you have not watched this episode, you must watch this episode before we recap it. Um, well, I'm going to say this. If you are somebody who is triggered by child loss, maternal loss, maternal trauma, birth trauma, um, breastfeeding trauma, breastfeeding trauma, you may actually want to just skip over watching this entirely and maybe do listen to our recap um, because at least you'll know what happens without having to go through it. Um, We're going to flip this episode. Normally what we've been doing is doing past cabin wilderness, whatever we call it. And then present day, we're going to flip it this time because what happens in the cabin is really the big part of the story and it's the hard part of the story. And and it'll make it easier from if someone wants to just listen to what happens in the present and wants to peace out and not listen to the the ending, you don't have to. That That's a great point. And once once we get into the really tough parts, I will again remind people that this is the trigger warning of this and not surprise anybody with it because this is an incredibly difficult episode. I heard something interesting yesterday. I was, I'm working on a 
piece with a couple gun violence survivors and one of the okay. um, therapists I was working with, her father was killed at Columbine mm. and she's a therapist now. And she was saying that she uses the phrase trauma activators. Oh, I like that versus Isn't trigger that warning. Trauma yeah. activators. Yeah. yeah. There so are some no trauma, trauma activators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we will, we will warn people about that, but let's start in the present. Cause that part is not as scary, awful. <laughs> It's not great, but I mean, none of this is happy, fun times. No one's having a good time. Especially when Porn Stash makes his appearance. Not great. Not great. But we start as Misty is checking herself into the the cult slash commune with the most random assortment of shit in her purse (laughs) that I've ever seen. And it is amazing. Um, You know, the game where someone's like, hey, who has this in their purse? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My mother-in-law wins it every time. Well, Misty's going to win every time. Yeah. this woman even has freaking brass knuckles in her purse, <laughs> syringes. Like it's all what it's a, crazy what in there. A badass bitch! If you're oh rolling with some brass kn- knuckles, you're a badass. You're a badass, or you're living a way different life than I do. I <laughs> I don't ever have need for brass knuckles. I don't even own brass knuckles. I know. Um, she also had she also had um handcuffs. Which fun fun story. This will be a light moment in this episode. When I was three years old, I found a pair of two or three of handcuffs in my mother's drawer. Now it's not going (laughs) going to any of the the places you think it is. Apparently among my dad's friends, when someone got married, it was like their joke of handing off the handcuffs that you're now handcuffed to somebody. And my dad was the last of his group of friends to get married, which is the reason they had them. At least that's the story I was told, but I put them on. And of course there's no key. So my mother has to take me to the oh. police station. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the detail I'm latching onto here is, do the police have like a universal key for handcuffs? I guess they do. That's good to know. I think so. I the mean, more, you know, I, or maybe they cut them off. I mean, I don't really remember, but I remember my mother being like <laughs> having to take her child in handcuffs to the police station. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Oh, the seventies were a time where just oh, random shit really happened. Were. They were. So, I'm shocked she didn't get like a fucking blowtorch and try to cut them off your, herself. Oh, seriously. Seriously. That she was seventies parenting. Oh yeah. We're doing this ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> fine. Sorry, sorry. Your entire arm burned. It's fine. <laughs> Throw some ointment on there. You'll be good. So, okay. So she's being checked in by the most earnest, um, like, wellness center greeter person. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. she has to turn in her cell phone, too. And she does not like that. She's not like the idea of not having her phone. And we notice that she's getting bings of texts from Walter. Because they left at the end of that episode. She's real pissed. Get out of my life. And he does not want to get out of her life. No. He likes the Misty. So retreat welcome committee dude explains that he's been here been where she is blah 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 you'll get used to it it'll be fine it's all good then they go walking through this beautiful dining hall and he's carrying all of her possessions i don't know if you noticed it but it was in a huge tibetan singing bowl (laughs) no i did not notice that like of course it is that tracks that tracks yeah Mm -hmm. and lottie comes out of her office and lottie and misty see each other and lottie tells the guy to leave again lottie's just Banishes people right and left. Give us the room. Right. Give us the room. Misty breaks the tension with, I thought you'd be more excited to see me. (laughs) I don't think anyone's ever excited to see Misty except for Walter. When Misty's Um, there, she's like on cleanup or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lottie Lottie asks why she's there and Misty says to get Matt back, who she thought was kidnapped and now thinks is being brainwashed. 
And Misty asks, what is all of this? Same mm -hmm. question we're asking, Misty. What is all of this? And Lottie says, we are a community dedicated to love and spiritual growth. And I help people heal from past trauma. Sure, Jan. She helps free people from the vice grip of their grip trauma. Of their trauma. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Sure, lady. Misty calls out that this is a cult and she doesn't care, but give her net and she won't call the IRS. And dang, if it isn't the IRS that brings down many a cult. The IRS brings everybody down. Exactly. I mean, yes. we didn't get Al Capone for murder. We got him on tax evasion or tax Correct. fraud or something. So I, I feel like I was just watching a show where somebody, oh, never mind. Never mind. It was, um, it was Archer. Never mind. Oh, okay. Lana was like an IRS agent in one of the iterations of it. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, but it's always the IRS. But she was saying the same thing. Like, the IRS is what brought down Al Capone, brings down everybody. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So maybe the IRS will bring down Lottie. Um, Lottie tells her that Nat tried to kill herself and Misty doesn't believe her. Um, and she spits at Lottie that they aren't even friends. Mm. None of these people are your friend, Misty, but you think so. Lottie clearly has something come over her, rubs her temples, and asks if Misty can stay a while. It's like she got this yes. premonition, intuition, yes. feeling, and she wants her to stay a while. Yep. Here's the question for you. Do we do we think the cult members know about the plane crash? I don't know. Because they call her Charlotte, I'm thinking not. Mm -hmm. However, the plane crash, like if I'm going to start a cult... The fact that I survived a plane crash and lived on my own for two years gives me a lot of ethos. It does. It, it, so, it gives you some street cred in the yeah. you know, cult so community I would or something. It. Yeah. I just wonder if they know. Um, so she asked Misty if she can stay. She says no, but talks her into staying, saying it would help Natalie and maybe also Misty. Now we're in Jeff and Shauna's kitchen and Callie is there too. Apparently murder really does bring a family back together. Who needs TGIF when you have, you know, murder. the corpse of your dead lover. Lover and his half-melted driver's license. <laughs> um, and Shauna's on the phone and she's like, oh, I don't know, maybe next week. In this like breezy voice that says I'm trying to be easy breezy, but she's yes. anything but that. Yes. And Shauna's like, oh, now? And agrees and says they'll be right down. The other person on the phone is Kevin Tan. And he wants them to come in for questioning. And Jeff jumps into protective husband mode. I got your back, baby. We'll be good. Does does he, this man actually call her baby? I don't. That I don't weird. know. I, I just can't. Again, I can't get a read on them. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Shauna thanks him. But the us isn't Shauna and Jeff. It's Shauna and Callie. Dun, dun, dun. Jeff gets pissed and yells at Shauna that she dragged Callie into their problems. And the look on Callie's face is the teenager of, can no one notice I'm here? Like, yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most dysfunctional family. Like she's Shauna, right next to us. Let's just right. Let's talk to her like she's a real person. Mm -hmm. And Shauna reminds Jeff that Callie had a hand in this too, by acting out and dating a cop. Jeff. She's not um, wrong. No, she's not wrong at all. And Callie insists that they were just hanging out. <laughs> Aww. and Shauna's like it'd probably be better if you just had sex with him which appalls both Jeff and Callie <laughs> and me I'm like wait what is happening here yep yep but Shauna is actually thinking on her feet and reminds them if Callie slept with Captain Pornstash then nothing she told him about Shauna would be admissible in court right so she knows that but she doesn't know about the like just to not have a condom right yeah it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't compute doesn't mm -mm. um and Shauna says, let's just go get this over with. Now we're back at um, at the commune. And Lisa tries to see Natalie in her room. And we hear gunshots. And Nat is outside trying to shoot tin cans. And she's missing all of them. Yep. 
first of all, where'd she get a gun? But we'll let that go for the moment. Yeah. But remember, Nat was a damn near perfect shot in the woods. She was, yeah. So And now she can't hit a thing. She's not well. Her aim is off. Yep. Now, we don't know what's happening with her, but she is not well. Yeah. Um, And also, Nat is still not wearing purple. This becomes important, I think. Oh, she's, oh, she's not. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's not wearing the clothes Because she had the clothes, but she never put them on. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. She's walking around in this, like, sweater coat thing, but. Yeah. Not, she's not in purple clothes yet. And Lisa's trying to talk to her about what happened between her and Lottie the night before. And Nat says she should get the well, hell away from her. She says Nat says she's poison and she ruins people. She killed her best friend, the only person she loved, and the only person who knew her. Lisa asks if that was Travis. And Nat continues her breakdown. She doesn't even answer. The mm-hmm. whole time she thought it was Lottie. But, when, but she says it was her fault because she told him and she trails off as she breaks down. Mm. I don't know what she told she assures Nat that there's nothing else she could have said. Lisa tells her suicide is never one anyone else's fault. And it has, it already has to live inside of somebody. Mm. Nat says that the thing that was in him is also in me. And Nat says, we saw so much. We did so much fucked up shit out there. And maybe it was to survive. And maybe I don't think we deserve to. So I feel like that is the line of the episode. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I, I was texting Amanda last night so that I wouldn't forget that um, it occurred to me that, like, the overarching theme of this episode is saving. Mm-hmm. Like, who can mm-hmm. we save? Who can we not save? Who deserves to be saved? Who doesn't? And, like, we just see Nat so torn up over her inability to save Travis. But, like, yeah. was Travis savable? Like, we don't know. That's don't the question. Know. And I, ho- I sort of hope we see more of what happened to them after in the immediate aftermath of being rescued. Me too. But we got to get a better Travis because that fake Travis, who's an entirely different race than the yeah, Travis like in the fake woods. Travis. I don't mm-hmm. like fake Travis either. No. They have to get a better Travis. But we need to know what happened there because we just don't yeah. know. So now we're at Van's store. She sucks on a lollipop, which also goes into the, the theory of does Van have cancer? Mm. For two reasons. One, there's met there's a lot of lollipop medicines yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Or she's on medicine that's giving her mouth sores. Oh, okay. And she's sucking a lollipop for that. But okay. um White Town's Your Woman is playing, and I loved that mm. song. I was obsessed with yep. that one for a while. Yep. And Ty comes in and asks Van why she didn't wake her up. And Ty asks if something happened, and Van says, Something always does with you. Mm-hmm. And I will say. Ty finally looks moderately rested. Yeah, Ty looks better here. She looks better. I mean, yeah. this girl needed some sleep. Ty asks, did you talk to her? What did she say? So she's talking to her about she knows. evil Ty like yeah. it's a different person. Um, I mean, what did I say? And Ty, um, and Van tells her that she says, this isn't where we're supposed to be. Ty asks if that's it. And then Van tells her that she also tried to kiss her and is clearly pissed about this. Yeah. Ty apologizes and stops her and asks, wait, who's the we in this scenario? And Van is so angry and hurt by Ty. I really want to know how their breakup happened. Me too. I hope we get to see it. Um, And Van suggests that the we could be her family, her multiple personalities. (laughs) She's like, there's a lot of potential we's in this situation. I'm trying to think of how they would do this. Like if, you know, if the two timelines that we're seeing these women in are 25 years apart. Mm Mm-hmm. How would they cast these people in their The middle 30s? people. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't know if we're going to get them in their 30s. We might get them like in their early 20s, which Mm -hmm. would be the the younger characters. And maybe we get to see up to like Jeff and Shauna's wedding. Yeah. That Ty and Van go to. Um, Yeah. Because I think Jeff and Shauna probably got married really quickly because they've been married for 20 some odd years. Yes. So back at our thing, um, Ty wonders if the two of that, if the we could be the two of them and Van is, or like, no, I don't believe that. She said, I told you what she said, you said, and this is as far as this can go. I got to take care of myself too. Like she Again, with has this a saving. Yeah, yeah. Like she's, she doesn't want to save Ty. Yeah. Ty has come here to be saved, to be rescued. And mm-hmm. Van is sick of that shit. You know, my Graham used to say all the time, when you've had enough, you'll know it. And yep. I think that this applies to Van. Yeah. I think she's had she's enough. She's had of enough Ty. and she knows it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Van says, you're married, Thaisa. There is no us anymore. Yep. Something tells me that Van could take advantage of the state of Simone and Ty's relationship, but she's not going to do it because she's closed this chapter. She does not yeah. want to go back yep. with Ty. Ty agrees and apologizes again and says maybe she should leave. Van does not tell her to leave, but rather says she has to open up the store and maybe Ty could reshelf some tapes. So she's not <laughs> booting her out. Like, she has this wall up, but she also doesn't really want her to leave. Cause I think yes. she wants her there. So, um, and as Ty picks up some tapes, she sees the past two bills in Van's trash can. Mm. So Lottie is back at her therapist and it's just a long shot of her talking about her visions. So we don't see the therapist's face. We don't see the therapist, which has led to a whole host of other. Right. Is this a theories? real meeting yes. even happening? Mm-hmm. But she talks about the vision. Visions are still happening, but it isn't just the visions. It's the feelings about things that are right in front of her. And it is pointing her back towards back then. Yeah. The shrink says it isn't uncommon for people with psychosis to feel anxious about their symptoms returning. She asks if her fear of the past is just a fear of her illness. Lottie says no. She isn't worried that she's ill. She's worried that she's never been ill. Oof, and that that was a line. I was that like, that was a line. And that's why all of this is happening. First yeah. Travis, then Nat, now Misty. It's as if it sent them here to show her. The mm-hmm. shrink asks what Lottie said, what, and Lottie says that it's real. I wasn't the only one who felt it out there. It was all of us. It was a part of us. Yeah. And also in the, um, I noticed in the subtitles and someone else said they had the same experience. So I don't think it was just whoever subtitled my version. Yeah. Yeah. The it was always capitalized. Oh, now I always watch it in subtitles and I did not notice. I'll have to go back and see. Yeah. Okay. Um, anytime she said it, it was, it was in capitals. I'm a um, closed captioning girl. Cause me I have too. Like a, a slight audio hearing issue. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the shrink asks what if it, at her, as her voice trembles, she says, she said, what is it? And Lottie says, the power of that place, hmm. the God of that place. We did terrible things in its name. And I thought when we were rescued that we left it there. But now I realize we brought it back with us. Again, all capital Ooh. I. Okay. Now we're at Colty Therapy Drum Circle. <laughs> as some woman wails and Misty is just freaked out by all of this. Oh my her- God. This was so great. First of all, <laughs> I am super annoyed by like loud wailing, crying type mm. situation so this episode was a lot yeah there's a lot of wailing and crying yeah <laughs> if that's if that is a um trauma uh activator for you this is mm-hmm. a bad episode um her host guy asks her if she'd like a turn and misty politely declines 
she says, he says that everyone who checks in here got dumped at one point. Hmm. He goes on to say he joined the cult after dissolving a subscription horse meat business that he had with his brother-in-law. Misty says she's never been dumped, which is interesting. It's interesting because has she never been dumped? Like that could be read two ways, right? Right. She's always done the dumping or she's never even been in a relationship. And sorry, Leo has decided to join us as usual. Or she's, or she's always killed them before they can dump her. It's distinctly possible. I mm-hmm. don't think Crystal is the only person that Natalie has killed. Well, maybe Jessica. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, maybe Jessica um, Roberts as well. We don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, so Misty says she's never been dumped. He asks about the text from Walter and Misty mm-hmm. says she's just going through the motions until she can talk to Natalie and he gets so excited. You know Lottie and Nat? Well, you know Charlotte and Nat? Drumming stops and everyone looks at Misty and now she's feeling like the cool kid <laughs> and offers to tell them stories when they're done crying. <laughs> and we all know how badly Misty wants to be accepted, oh. loved, popular. So she is completely unhinged when she's in this state. Oh, yeah. She's, she's like. capable <laughs> of anything. Yep. Yep. I'm finally the cool kid. Um, so we stop there. Shauna and Callie roll up into the plane, uh, plane station, police station. And Shauna tells Callie she doesn't have to say anything. And Kelly snarkily says she is the last person to be given legal advice. And she's not True. wrong. True. Callie sees porn stash and Shauna says he better not interview Callie alone. And Jay invites Shauna into his interrogation room and creepily smiles at Callie. But here's the thing. She says that, but she never follows up and makes sure that they don't do it. That girl's under 18. They Mm -hmm. cannot interview her without her parents. Her parents. And also, why, why didn't we just say, I'd like my, my lawyer, please. Yeah, like that was written on the cookie. Misty right. told you what to do. Misty told you what to do and you're mm-hmm. failing. You're mm-hmm. failing, Shauna. But again, uh, this is Shauna's chance to save her child. And mm-hmm. she does. She can't do it. She can't do it. She fails. Kevin, so Kevin takes Callie into his own room and, and porn stash has, uh, has uh, Shauna. Back at Van's shop, Ty asks if Miss Congeniality goes in Sandy good or Sandy bad. <laughs> and you can just tell that's an old joke between the two of them. Yes. Yes. Um, and Ty well, says, Van's like, don't even. Don't even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ty tries to say she misses Van and Van wants none of that. She Mm-mm. does not want to go back there. Ty asks how business is and Van tries to say, oh, it's good and all that. But Ty says she knows that Van is underwater and maybe she can help as she was a real estate attorney. Van truly does not want any help from Ty at all. No. Um, and God, she's just so angry. It's it's hard to watch how angry it, she is. It is I, hard I, to watch. because We need to know what their breakup was. Like young Van is just so, I don't know, optimistic, yeah. problem solving, future facing. And like this Van is just broken. She is really broken. Mm-hmm. Um, Van asks if this isn't where she's supposed to be if she has any bright ideas. So she's coming back. She's trying to derail the romance mm-hmm. portion of the mm-hmm. conversation just as her phone rings and she answers it um, as she's worried it's to be the hospital. So Ty's phone rings and it's Misty. She spills the beans about where she is. She's at a wellness center run by Charlotte Matthews, which Ty can't believe, but Misty <laughs> says she has to see this place. It's a bunch of granola losers, but the food is great. And the BO factor is surprisingly low. Right, because don't forget, Misty hates deodorant. She hates deodorant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Van asks who it is, and Ty asks um, Ty asks Misty exactly where she is. Um, and I think we're about to go on another road trip, because this trip. show just has a lot of road trips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So Van and Ty are on their way to the wellness center and Ty is shocked that Van's plan is just to drop her off and leave. Doesn't she want to see this? How can she like resist seeing this? Yeah. And Van says the diagnosed schizophrenic and her wellness center. Oh, I'm curious, but no, I'd rather keep the past in the past. Hmm. And this makes Ty laugh given what she does for a living, which is true. She points out that Van practically lives in the past. And she says she does, but it's in the past where she thought things could be happy, not the one that actually happened. That's really sad. I mean, all of these girls are Are stunted Mm -hmm. with their trauma because, you know, um, when you experience like a life altering trauma at a young age, you're stunted. You're there until you work it out. You can resolve it. Mm -hmm. But But you're stuck. I don't don't know if any of them besides Lobby has gotten therapy. Yeah. And it's sort of similar to not to come back to life after lockup or love after lockup and all that, but like people, when they go in prison, like that's where they stop aging. It's the same way yes. if you start using drugs or you become an, al- yes. an addict of some sort, you stop aging at that point. Yes. These girls stopped aging in the woods. We were just talking about this with tiny, beautiful things. Like Claire mm-hmm. stopped aging when her mother, when her mother died. died. When her mother yeah. died. Yep. And she never, she never grew beyond that. Ty asks what's going on with her. Is she even trying to be happy? Is she dating? And Van says she gets her needs met and goes on about how she basically dates casually, but is so clearly walled off that no one is getting in. Ty's like asking her if she uses yeah. a vibrator. And I'm like, even if she's not single, what doesn't everybody like this doesn't feel like a particularly crazy thing to say. So she's also so afraid that Ty will judge her for how she's living her life. And she says, maybe she has given up mm-hmm. on love, but not to flatter herself. It isn't because of Ty and it's better this way, which right. also kind of leads into the theory of, is she dying? And she just doesn't want to attach to anybody. That is could be sick? very true. Who knows? And I, I so, think Van is that kind of person. Like I mm-hmm. think Van is the kind of selfless person that would not want to pull anybody else into that. And I think, and I think she knows she's so traumatized that she doesn't even want to bring anybody into, even if she's not sick. She doesn't want to bring anybody into her mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're back at, at the cult and Lisa brings the 14th Gilly to Nat's room Aww. to give to her. And Nat doesn't want him and but doesn't want to be responsible for him. And Lisa tells her that she should be responsible for something other than herself. Something that is innocent. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's similar to like when people get sober, they say like, keep a plant alive for a year. Like yeah. be responsible for that before you get responsible for anything bigger than that focus um, on saving something and that thing will saving. save you in a way yeah mm-hmm. and we're back at saving mm-hmm. nat asks if she isn't innocent and lisa reminds her of her own words nat's breakdown continues but she says she doesn't deserve lisa's friendship all she does is hurt people and lisa scoffs and says so what who doesn't mm. she asks lisa why she forgave her for stabbing her and she asks that because she thought it's what Lottie wanted or she somehow deserved to be stabbed. And Lisa says, no. And Nat asks again, then why? And Lisa says, suffering is inevitable. And only by meeting it with compassion can we then begin to grow. Wow. And Nat is floored. Like, I don't think Nat has ever thought about compassion a second no. in her life. No. And I don't think Nat has ever given herself compassion. No. Mm-mm. I know people like this in my life who've like, made a mistake when they're like 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Like maybe Mm -hmm. they weren't the best parent they thought they could be or whatever. And it's like, just forgive yourself. Like you have to get to a point where you're, you're like that happened. I have to forgive my, like I have to show myself compassion. Absolutely. And like all of our time machines are broken. We cannot go back and change things and we can heal with compassion, but yeah, I don't 
I don't think that's word is even in Nat's vocabulary. I agree. So we're back at the train station. Jeff is outside in the really hot minivan blasting <laughs> fuck the police by NWA. Okay. <laughs> because okay. of course he is. Do you remember <laughs> when that came out? Oh, I sure do. Oh I my God. Sure that do. was a thing. That oh, was yeah. a thing. We were like obsessed with it, trying to find it, trying to get it because mm-hmm. I was pretty young when it came out. Yeah. And it was banned all over the place. Oh, and, and Tipper Gore was like all over oh, the shit. God, and, yeah, Tipper yeah. Gore. Yep. Oh, yep. I forget about her. But it's just so cliche that that's what Jeff's listening to. Of course uh, he is. Of course he is. Sean's phone. Sean's. Shauna's phone rings and it's Taisa. And he answers, and Ty is surprised it's him and not Shauna, and he makes up some excuse about why she can't come to the phone. Ty says she'll call back, but he gets her to tell him the message. And Ty tells him to tell her that Lottie is no longer in an institution, that she's actually on her way up there with Van. Misty and Nat are there already, and Van pipes up with, hi, Jeff. And he says hi back. <laughs> like, you forget that all of these people know have known each, each other, other from mm-hmm. childhood. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where we leave that. So back at the pretty dining hall. Nat sees Misty and Nat's still not in the outfit, but now Misty is. Misty yes. is bought into the cult. Misty is me. Like I would walk. I told you this. I would walk <laughs> right into a cult. <laughs> Where do like, I sign up? Give me the purple Birkenstocks. I yep. am here. Yeah, I'm here. Exactly. Nat asked Misty why she came back and she said she was worried because Nat wasn't herself. <laughs> yeah, mm. but I don't think Nat is ever herself, but mm-hmm. she's really not her normal self now. No. And she says, Lottie seems weird too, but what's new? Misty says, having now spent time there, she gets why Nat is staying, knowing Lottie basically makes you a celebrity. That is not why Nat is staying, but that is why Misty is staying. That is so on brand for Misty. She just needs a friend. She needs Walter is what she needs. Um, And Misty says she's freaked out by all the crying, but it must be good because everyone is happy. (laughs) (laughs) Nat asks about Walter. Misty scoffs and says he went home. And Nat's really coming undone and says, we're all like this, aren't we? Like, Misty yeah. and Nat are having two different conversations. Very different experiences here. And mm-hmm. even though they're talking to each other, they are not talking to each other. Misty is like, once again, I have this captive audience that mm-hmm. I can woo. Right. And wow. And Nat, and Nat is, is like, being torn apart. I'm in a nightmare. Yeah. Right. Um, we're back at the police station. Shauna's interrogation. And this is where she just lets it all go. She starts off kind of snarky in typical Shauna way. And we jump back and forth between Callie and Shauna. Kevin's trying to play the mom's old friend card. And Sergeant Pornstache is coming in hot. Yeah. Sergeant Pornstache asks, why a bored housewife would want to lie about an affair and get her kid to lie about it to law enforcement? And Shauna says, have you met my daughter? She does whatever the fuck she wants. Again, she has this like undertone of disdain for her kid. Yeah. She's contempt for her child. Yeah. And. She says, I think we've summed up Shauna's parenting philosophy in Toto right there. <laughs> it does whatever the fuck she wants. And both cops are sure that Shauna is using Callie as a pawn. Yeah. Sergeant Pornstash accuses Shauna of being a bad mom. Oh, now and he's now, Sergeant Pornstash? I don't know. That's what I've been calling him in my brain. Sergeant Climbing Pornstash. In the <laughs> exactly. And Captain Pornstash. I don't even know. I don't know the order of ranks. I don't, really. need, anyway. I don't either. President so, Pornstash. Go ahead. President Pornstash. <laughs> Lord Commander Pornstash um, <laughs> accuses Shauna of being a bad mom, and now we're off to the races. Yeah, Shauna tells, talks about how she never wanted to be a mom. She did not start out a bad person, but she had a kid and didn't want. She had a kid she didn't want to save a marriage that she got into out of guilt and shame. And Melanie Linsky is just a 
fucking force of nature in this scene. We need to break down this speech, okay? Because she's amazing. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Why would she marry Jeff out of guilt and shame if there was no baby? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe because of the affair, maybe because of or the cheating. I don't think they had an affair. They cheated. Yeah. Maybe because of just guilt she felt about Jackie. Oh, maybe. Okay, so maybe it's internal guilt and yeah. shame. Yeah, I don't external. think it's him guilting her. I think okay. it's her own. Okay. All right. I misread it. I read it like like there was this cloud of shame around them. Mm-mm. So they felt pressure to get married. No, I think okay. this is all internal for her. Okay. Gotcha. Um, She says she didn't love them at first, but of course she eventually did. Don't you believe it. You love them despite yourself. You're just bad at it. I don't know if I believe this. I don't know either. She fesses up to the affair and said it was basically what he said. She's bored. She hit somebody in a car, had an affair that made her feel young again. And mm-hmm. now the hot part is done. And now she has to talk to a douchebag about who, hit her, who her daughter hit on because she was pissed that her mom was cheating on her dad. Like, yeah, her she perfect loved this. Dad or something like that. She's yeah, her innocent exactly. dad. Her innocent dad. Mm-hmm. She says, if that's it, arrest her, but leave Callie out of it. And he's he's not buying this. Now we have Callie who looks so shell-shocked but starts sobbing. Callie is amazing. Callie gets all the awards here. All yes, of the awards. So for great. manipulative teen. Yes. All of them. Yes. In the category of manipulative teen, <laughs> this year's winner is Callie. Wait, um, pull that trophy out of my daughter's hands and give it to Callie. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Um, so... The, the, she has some high level teen BS drama happening. She mm-hmm. goes on about how she was a virgin, but Jeff said Brilliant. he loved, or Jay said he loved her, but she realizes now he just wanted to get at her mom. Callie does not fall from, far from her mother's tree at all. She Brilliant. She comes right and you know in what here. What surprised me though is that Kevin didn't believe her. Mm-hmm. He didn't believe her. Mm-mm. And he has seen how this idiot, the cuse is loose, right. acts. I mean, it would totally track to me that this dude banged this girl. But Kevin does not believe it, which is weird. He's like, he yeah. knows the rules. He follows the rules. Because I think okay. Kevin is such a by-the-book guy that he can't imagine somebody would not Maybe. be by the book. Maybe. Um, but then Callie goes on about his weird-ass balls, <laughs> which in reality aren't all balls kind of They're weird all anyway. gross and weird. They're all gross and yeah. weird. I, yeah. It's the thing I tell my husband. I'm like... I don't understand the appeal of dick pics because I only really care if I care about the person to whom it's attached. Yes. Yes. In and of itself, I, I don't and care. I don't need to see the balls. No, Gen- to be fair, genitalia is not attractive. No, it's not really. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's great. Not. It does what it's supposed to do, but it, it's not it's, pretty yes, to look at. Yes. Physically, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to like print out your dick pic and put it on my wall. No, 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 I am I'm not gonna do that either. No. Um, but I just feel like I wanna I wanna just backpedal a little sure. bit with what I said because it sounded really harsh. I'm not saying that Shauna doesn't love her kid. I'm mm-hmm. saying that what we see later, mm-hmm. there is such trauma that mm-hmm. this girl has suffered. I don't know mm-hmm. if she can love anybody. I don't think she can. I don't I think, think she, she is can. so broken. I think yes. I think she does love her and I think she's right. She's just really bad at it. Yeah. She doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. It's so, so sad. Um, Shauna comes back out to find Jeff in the van. We have no more NWA, which is a shame. Um, <laughs> he asks how it went. She admits that she told them about Adam and Jeff like spits his soda out and is in shock. <laughs> she, she clear, like, it, it, 
she opens the glove box and we see the gun is in there and Jeff's like what what are you doing like you are so out of control right now you're being questioned by the police you have a gun in the glove box she's like you think and she starts crying and then Jeff Mm -hmm. tells Shauna about the call from Ty and about their road trip to the cult center and Shauna's surprised but he tells her Ty is en route Misty and Nat are there and he thinks she should join them in a Mm. large part to keep her from getting into more trouble like let's just get her she's flailing she's out of control like let's put her in a little box elsewhere but that's Um, leaving the state I know do that well, I mean, she just got questioned. She's not been That's true. They never told with her anything. not to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it, I think it looks bad to leave the state, personally, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. who knows. Callie comes out. She's like, Mom, I used your plan, and I think they're scared shitless now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. Um, Jeff tells Callie that if Shauna has any sense, she's going to go take this trip. We're going to get her out of there. Yeah. Now we find Nat back with 14th Gilly, and this is not going well. She pulls the fish out of the tank and lets it flop in her hand and tells the fish he'll thank her later and that it's all a goddamn prison anyway. It's so sad. That's dark. dark. Um, And just as the fish is about to check out, she realizes she can't do it, puts the fish back in and feeds him. And we we don't need the 15th gilly yet. We see Lisa saving Nat. Lisa is saving Nat. Lisa is saving Nat. She really, she's um, like returning her to her humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of a beautiful thing to watch happen. It is. It is. Even yeah. though, oh, it's just so hard to watch Nat be that sad. Yeah, I know. So we're at the gate of, of Camp Colt and t- with Ty and Van. Van suggests, why don't we just go to IHOP? <laughs> um, I'm all about a good IHOP. I'm all about a good IHOP. Mm-hmm. Um and she says she can't keep doing what she's doing. And Van says she'll come rescue her if she sees barrels of Kool-Aid. She made me laugh. <laughs> um, and I want to, I want them back together, I have to admit. I know. Meanwhile, Shauna comes rolling in with the minivan and just flails flies past, right past them. <laughs> and Van follows in. Nat comes out finally in cult garb. Now yes. she is wearing yes. the cult clothes. Yes. Um, and everyone sees Shauna walk up. Nat and Shauna hug. Misty puts down her basket weaving. <laughs> This is the most like wellness center. Like, I know. I know. It's so funny. Um, puts down her basket weaving, comes running up and Van and Ty get out of the car and Van says, keep an eye out for any black and white Nikes. Um, which also made me laugh. <laughs> is they that, all hug. Um, that's, um, that's the heaven's gate. Yeah. The comet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they Haley all bop. Kill, yeah. Hail bop. Yeah. yeah. Hail bop. Okay. They all hug and Missy asks if Nat and Van are back together or if um, Ty and Van are back together. And Van sees the mountains that look just like the wilderness and Mm -mm. sees Lottie. And she's immediately like in the way that they look at each other. Uh huh. Like Lottie looks at Van with a certain look too. There's something here. And Van is so freaked out. Van sees the mountains look like the wilderness. Lottie starts walking to them very slowly in this beautiful dress. Mm-hmm. And we get the best drone shot ever. We just lift up. We see all six of the women are together. And the entire retreat center is the symbol. The symbol that you know I hate. That I know you hate. But I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is happening here? Yep. Yep. And that's where we end the present day work. Okay. Um, so now we're going to go into the past again. If this is a difficult topic for you, please feel free to to skip out. Once we really get into it, I will again remind people. So, but there's some parts that are kind of funny 
to begin yes. with. So yes. we open in not the wilderness, but we're in the past. We're before the plane crash. We are in mm-hmm. everyone's worst nightmare, health class. Health class. And of course, Ben is the teacher. And for your girls, are the health teachers still the gym teachers? Okay. I was going to say, this was a thing for us when we were kids. Absolutely. Health Um, teachers were the gym teachers were also the coaches. Yeah. No. Okay. We have different people. Yes. Okay. I was wondering that. Um, And in this class, also in this class is almost everyone we know, which also feels a little bit too convenient. Yes. Because yeah, I'm guessing this group. is a big high school, but mm-hmm. okay, we're going to let this go. And I um, want to say coach is as good of a teacher as he is a, a coach and a leader in the wilderness. Oh, yeah. He's just like yeah. button, yeah. Yep. sitting there bored to tears. Do you remember days when they would wheel in the TV cart? Like you knew oh. it was going to be a free for oh, ex- It was exciting. I loved <laughs> I loved it when we got movies. Um, and now everyone's class just has screens and computers and all that. Oh, if you could like drop your girls into like what our high school experience was, they would oh, they have would, no idea. They would die. They would yeah. die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Misty is playing, paying very close attention. Of course she is. Yes. Randy's trying to make everyone know that he has a big dick. Um, and he's a dork, but he's not the kind of dork he is now. I agree. I don't think the casting of young Randy is well done. No, it, it, no. there's, they're both dorks, but they're different kinds of dorks. Yes. Um, Jeff passes Shauna a note. This is not the same Jeff we saw in season one, by the way. But I was going to ask if they recasted him. Yeah, it's a different Jeff. I wonder why they would do that. Maybe the guy just wasn't available. I mean, maybe who wouldn't want to be on this show because it's a big deal, but who yeah. knows? Weird. Um, Jeff passes Shauna a note and it's the least subtle code ever for she was fun to hook up with <sighs> and he can't wait to do it again. <sighs> Shauna, way better covering her tracks in high school than in the present. Yeah. Walks past Jeff and says, Jackie's favorite flowers are poppies in an effort to make everyone think that that's what yes. the note was about. Because there were whispers. Everyone's like, why is right. Jeff passing Shauna a note? Shauna a note. Yeah. And she's brilliant. Because she's like, Jackie's oh, not in the class. Jackie's not in the class. Right. And I remember in high school, my best friend's boyfriend would ask me opinions about what my sure, friend would like. This yeah, is yeah, normal. Yeah. Yep. I also, I also took him bra shopping for her when we were in, Ooh, okay. in high school or maybe it was early college, but we went to Victoria's Secret and he wouldn't touch anything. He would just point at things he liked and then I had to go find her size oh, and all that. God. It was very funny. Oh, God. So sweet. Um, And so we got the stillbirth video happening here and everyone's grossed out by this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you hear the whoosh. All you hear is a whoosh and everyone's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um and misty asks how much blood is there on average which becomes important yes. the scene fl- fades with blurs song two playing and we fade right mm-hmm. into the same song and shauna is screaming through a contraction mm-hmm. we're finally here it is time to birth this baby now shauna is on the bed clearly not enjoying labor by asking why the fuck is this taking so long yeah my mom was in labor with me for 27 hours Mm. so shauna um may have a ways to go here yeah um misty is at her feet and just looks really really freaked out and you kind of forget that you know not 20 minutes ago in her life maybe more than that but not a lot more she killed crystal i like she's not she's not well and ty is trying to comfort shauna through her contractions ty is a champ ty is a champ and the bond they have i love so much yes and And you can see why they, I remember, remember in season one when Ty spent the night with her and they slept yes. in yep. Callie's room together yep. and they, they, they are really bonded. Yeah. Um, and Ty's trying to comfort her. 
Mari suggests boiling water because that's the thing that people do. You know what? I was thinking somebody boil some water. That's right. You know, I've watched Little House. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. And Achilles certainly agrees because we have to keep things clean. And I'm like, yeah. there's nothing clean in this cabin, no. but yeah. sure. And Misty just starts to sob quietly. And everyone is, is asking every movie birth trope ever. Should mm-hmm. we be timing contractions? Length frequency? Mm-hmm. What should we do? It, on some level, it doesn't matter. It's not like they're deciding they're taking her to the hospital or not. Like, this baby yeah. is just going to yeah. come when it comes. Yeah. You know, Agreed. The, the contraction timing has a lot to do with medical intervention more than anything. Like, the yes. Labor is going to do what it's going to do. Yeah. And is there, I, well, so the reason I thought that was interesting is, um, like, isn't there a time when you're not supposed to push? Like if there's a problem. I guess so. But yeah, I guess, okay. but not like they would know. Okay. okay. I mean, if you and I don't know, they definitely True. aren't going to know. True. And True. you've given birth and whatever. I've um, given birth, but I had, um, an emergency C-section. So I was actually okay. put under. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. I was old school 50s housewife. Like, I woke nice. up and I had a baby. And you had, had, mm-hmm. you had two babies. Two babies. <laughs> so, like, I didn't do all of that. But I, I know, like, from some things I've seen, mm-hmm. I think if, like, for example, if the ba- if the feet are coming out first, you have right, to not push. Try so to reach in there and position and, yeah. Get all up in there. <laughs> I actually asked I actually asked my dad once, because I think I mentioned previously, my dad's a physician. And you know how they, you know, your 10 centimeters, your eight centimeters. Yes. What is it? I'm always like, how do you actually measure that? He's like, you just put your finger. It's like, it's not precise, but you can tell by how far your fingers are going into your cervix, yes. how far it is. I was like, yes. Okay. I mean, so I, I was like imagining like some sort of like ruler. <laughs> it fits a goddamn baby's head. Right. So that's pretty, it's going to get big. That's going to get big. So, um, but they do decide that she's in labor, labor. And that, but it should be over soon. But then Akilah's like, well, my sister's labor took a day and a half. I love you, girl, but shut up. You're not helping. Not helping here at all. So, and Shauna is really relying on Ty through this. And Ty's doing great. And everyone says they're there to help. Akilah asks Misty what she needs. Misty has no idea what she needs because Misty's losing it. And Lottie can see that this is not going well and kind of circles everyone around and they join hands. And she says, maybe everyone can share their hopes. And fucking Mari yells, Wilderness, I hope Shauna doesn't die. God, woman. This is oh my not God, helping. that was hilarious. That was hilarious. And Shauna starts to panic, like, oh my God, am I going to die? And Ty takes her face and just looks at her and she says, she's not going to die. And Lottie places her hands on Shauna's forehead and starts giving her af- affirmations. And Ty's like, okay, you get out, Lottie. Like, we don't need your affirmations right now. This is yeah. not helping her. So Shauna is moaning and Misty is giving herself like a midwife pep talk. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Right, you can do this. You can do this. She encourages Shauna, tells her to keep breathing while Nat and, try, Nat and Ty try to help her focus. Misty pulls her hands out of Shauna's vagina and they are covered in blood. Ugh, I just feel like that's not a good sign. No, I, I, I've watched enough birth on TV. Yeah. This is not what this looks like. And she gets really freaked out. And I kind of wonder if she's having like a little bit of a Lady Macbeth moment of blood oh, on her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, out after, damn spot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Akila also looks shocked as hell. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder if like Akila was in the room when her sister gave birth. Because she seems to know a lot about she this. She knows a lot. Yeah, she and really maybe does. maybe she was in the room. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Shauna asks what's happening because something feels weird. And Misty yeah. starts crying again. Misty flashes back to Crystal's body and... And just everyone looks really freaked out. And Ty continues yeah. to be an amazing support. 
and stuff starts to get swimmy and voices are muffled and there's a faint lullaby playing too. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Misty freaks out saying she can't do this and walks away. Nat runs to get Ben because they need help. And I just, I love the... I love the little ki- that they're still little kids and they're like, I'm going to go get the go grown get the up, grown and, he up. Can, yes. and he can fix this. And as um, a teacher, I've said this before, as a teacher, I am appalled at him. Oh, he's awful. Oh. Um, <laughs> help, which I'm sure a gay PE teacher can provide. Um, and I'm sure he's attended to a ton of births in his day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He sees all the bloody fabric and he almost faints and tells Shauna he can't help. He just pressed play on the video. Which I get that, dude. But like, okay, get it clearly together. Misty is the one who needs to deliver this baby. So get your shit together. Go over to Misty and give her a pep talk and get like, take control of the situation. Even yeah. if you don't have to do it yourself. Yes. Like just yeah. put people a, to work. Right. Be a commanding figure that right. comforts people. That's like an adult do. presence in the room. And he doesn't right. at all. Like I can um, manage a math class. Doesn't mean I could teach it, but I can manage right. it. That's right. Jesus. Um, so Nat and Ty jump into action, and Nat reminds her that women have been having babies for millions of years, and she can I love do this. that. Me too. I love that um, because that's something like that I weirdly believe in too. I'm always like, telling too. myself like, this is a natural thing. Like people have done this for you know decades, eons, centuries, whatever. We and can do this. so we're we're good. We're fine. Yeah. And these kids are just really rallying around her. They're doing, yeah. they're doing way better than Ben's doing. Yeah. Um, she says, Akilah's talking to the mouse. And there was like, where, what's happening here? And she's like, oh, nothing. She's yeah. just trying to get a little pep talk from the mouse. Shauna wonders where Misty went. And meanwhile, Travis grabs a skull and Lottie says, we need offerings. She tells Travis to draw blood by cutting his hand the same way she's done. Um, and everyone looks around for things to give to the altar to help Shauna. Lottie tells Travis that the wilderness recognizes his sacrifice and do- so does she as she wraps his hand. Someone mm-hmm. even puts down like a button. That part mm-hmm. made me laugh. So Ben goes into another room and starts losing it as Shauna is screaming. And now we're in imaginary flashback time and Ben is playing charades with Paul and another gay couple, I'm presuming. But they're in Madonna- the cabin. They are in the cabin. Which is weird. They are in that cabin. Yeah. Madonna's Rescue Me is playing. Mm-hmm. So that's no coincidence. And for a split second, it seems Ben doesn't know where he is. Yeah, it's it's like there's there's a blending of realities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're in the cabin that looks a lot like our well-stocked cabin. And note that there are antlers above Ben's head. Yes. As he's doing his charades. And um, the couple jokes about the couple in love and gets them up for their turn. And mm-hmm. the guy says airplane as the music starts to bend a bit and we're back at shauna screaming yes and one life to live was one of the answers as well yes exactly yeah yes Mm -hmm. um akila says she thinks that the baby's coming and ty heads down to take a look and is immediately worried you can see their shock in her face because i think 
I think she's expecting to see like a baby head. A head. And we do not yeah. see a baby head. No. Um, she asks if that's the head and why it's so purple. And Aquila says, I think it's the placenta, but I think that should come out second. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it should. That's mm-hmm. how that works. And I mean, at this point, what what else can she do? But whatever's getting whatever it's out of her womb. Like, yeah. These kids don't know what they're doing. Yeah, because people actually deliver the placenta. Like after yeah. you deliver the baby, you deliver the. Yeah. Which, you know, you could also eat the placenta. Yes, you can. People oh, do. God. People do that I know. all the time. The placenta encapsulation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like that girl on uh, Extreme Sisters who kept the placenta in jars in the dining room. Yes. Yes. This one does. Yes. Thank um, you for that. Mm-hmm. So she pulls out the, the placenta and, oh shit, this is really bad. Misty is crying and calling herself a freak. Like I was waiting for her to start pounding yeah, herself in the face. Yeah, she's doing, yeah, the self-deprecation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lottie finds her and snaps her out of it. Misty's freaking out. She and Crystal had a plan for the delivery and she's not here and they were going to be a song. And like they it's were going to be a song. a song. Oh God. What are we going to do? Start singing She's having Annie? a baby? I, I don't know. <laughs> no. no um and lottie helps her get it back together a bit and tells her she can save our baby yeah which people have made a huge deal about i when my when my best friend had her son who just turned 21 we all called him our baby he was our first like baby yeah. of our yeah. friend group friend he group, was our baby yeah. jacob's our baby yeah. um i didn't read too uh, much into that I, didn't I, I i have seen that people have yeah yeah and so misty is back and she is going to deliver this baby she is on it she's on it she sees the placenta, a very weak Shauna, and tells Shauna she's going to meet her baby, and she's almost on the other side. Mm. Um, and now we've got Mari and Lottie, Travis and Van, and some others, whoever these other randos are in mm-hmm. the cabin that I think at some point we're going to eat. Um, and we hear the wilderness. <laughs> dinner, they're, they're dinner and dinner. lunch are in the back. <laughs> right. Random dinner and lunch are in the back. <laughs> um, and they start chanting, we hear the wilderness and it hears us. Mm-hmm. over and over again um and travis is crying nat is crying meanwhile misty has her arms deep in shauna trying to get this baby out and shauna is not doing well no and even ty starts chanting you know it's bad if ty is now yeah. like yeah i'm gonna do whatever i can here um and shauna pushes and the baby starts to come and shauna passes out okay now we're gonna trigger warning this because this is where this mm-hmm. gets really difficult and if you um don't want to listen to this then we'll see you next week for episode seven and that's totally fine which i'm sure will be sunshine and rainbows oh i'm sure i'm sure because everything's happy here but yeah no if you need to peace out here we'll see you next week okay so shauna's passed out someone whispers shauna's name it's jackie's voice It's jackie because Mm -hmm. my closed captioning said jackie yeah it's jackie's Mm -hmm. voice so now we know we're in not real but I didn't know that the first time. I didn't either. Okay. I didn't either. Um, when I watched it, I didn't know. And then um, I actually read something that said, I think it's Jackie's voice. And yeah. then when I rewatched it to take the notes, I was like, oh, that's definitely Jackie's voice. Um, and Shauna wakes up and everybody is so happy. And they hand her a really healthy four to six month old baby. Yeah, like a 13 pound baby. Right, exactly. There you go. <laughs> For a woman who has been starving in the woods mm-hmm. and who just delivered the placenta first, totally expected. Happy baby. Yep. Perfectly clean. Clean, no schmutz on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really cute baby. But um, and sweet Elliot Smith is playing, and everyone is just so damn happy and so proud of her, and it's a boy. And you can see Shauna fall in love like that. She didn't you want think? this baby. Oh, yeah. I think she fell in love with this okay. baby quickly. Um 
that was my take on it. Okay. And and the baby is wailing, and he just he can't. This is latch. where I can't. I can't. Ugh. This is where it's so hard. Hearing I think a baby, I just spent a long time of my life listening to babies crying, mm-hmm. and it just I don't know. I can't explain it. It just brings something up in me. Like it, tr- it's it triggers me too. It's, it's different when I hear a little kid crying. Yes. I get very like I want to save that kid or protect that kid or help that kid in some way. But when I hear baby crying, it's just ugh. It's, it's like very irritating to me. It's uncomfortable, it's irritating. Yeah. It's like cuz you just being a parent is so fucking hard. It's like you just don't know what this baby wants. Mhm. And it can't tell you. No. <laughs> so, like, and all you're doing is guessing and it's And all you're doing is not sleeping. Hardly right. like taking care of yourself and just giving every ounce of energy you have physically, mentally, and emotionally to this thing. This baby. It's so That's hard. my spiel. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so the baby is just wailing and she keeps trying to get him to nurse and it isn't working. And Nat tells her that she's been starving and maybe her body just can't produce milk, which is yeah. distinctly possible. I mean, yes. even healthy people sometimes can't yes. make milk. And it's not like we have the option of running to the store and getting some formula here. This is all we got. Oh, yeah. Um, Ty come. Ty comes in, drops something off, looks at Shauna with a bit of disdain and walks mm. out. Like that's a, that's not their normal interaction. I just assumed everybody was annoyed by the baby screaming. And that's distinctly possible too. Because you can't escape it. <laughs> oh, no. It's so, God, it's so hard. Um, and we just have more scenes of Tana, Tana, Shauna trying to get this baby mm-hmm. yeah. to latch and eat. Yeah. And it's just, oh, it's awful. So we fade to a woman humming Frere Jaca. Mm-hmm. And Shauna wakes up to find Lottie nursing the baby. Remember when Lottie had one of her first visions in season one? She spoke French. Yes. And now she's singing a French lullaby. Yeah, she said it wants blood in. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, no, I'm thinking of the 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 cult member said that, but yes, Lottie also spoke French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Lottie says the baby baby is hungry and we need to feed. We need to feed. We need and to Shauna- feed. Shauna is freaked out and asks what she said. And Lottie gives her the creepiest look and says, he needs to feed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shauna grabs him back and Lottie says, you'll understand soon enough and leaves. Shauna's losing it. The baby is not well. This is, this is bad. And we should say throughout this whole segment, Shauna keeps waking up in these dreamlike states. Mm-hmm. So you never, for I never for one minute thought the whole thing was a dream. Me neither. So many dreams within the dream. Like, yeah, I thought I thought maybe the the Lottie feeding the baby was a dream. Yeah, and like right. All, all right. these things yeah. that were happening. Yeah, and um, yeah. So this is not good. Now it's daytime, and Shauna is continuing to try to feed the baby, and she says that it was this most beautiful little speech she gives oh, him. It broke. I was. I was gutted after yeah. this episode. It was. I'm not a crier. I didn't cry at any of this, but I was, oh, I was gutted. Crying. I'm, yeah, a, I'm, I'm a, a big crier. I'm not a TV crier. Mm-hmm. Um, like I this told is you us. I cried I, over uh, House Hunters. <laughs> what, what was it? Yes. Love it or list it. <laughs> Love it or list it. Um, you know, people say um, that like this is us made them cry. I cried, yeah. cried twice in that entire show. Only two. Times. I couldn't even watch it because I was oh. sobbing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now it's daytime. She's trying to feed, and she apologizes for thinking she didn't want him. And he yeah. probably knows, but it's all really complicated. And she tells him, she'll tell him the whole story someday and hopes that he'll understand. 
She tells him how much she loves him and how she can't wait to see what he becomes and what his future holds. She tells him they have to figure out the nursing thing. So she tries once again. It's just you and me, kid, against the whole world. She begs him and brings him back to her breast and begs and begs and he latches. Yes. And the look on this sweet little baby's face is just Mm -hmm. beautiful. And I feel like that's where we get the title from, The Who. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, who are you going to become? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's really, and and the question can be for her too. Like, who is she going to become? Right. Is she going to become his mother? You know, right. is she going to become a mother? Like, I don't know. It's just it works on it was, so many levels. It does. And she cheers to mom. She's like, drink up, drink up, drink up. I love you so much. And she's crying and everyone's crying. And Nat comes in with more tea and sees that the baby's eating and says, what a miracle. To think that Nat even believes in a miracle it's kind yeah. of amazing. Yeah. Um, and Nat says she's going to go tell everyone. And Sean says, no, I, I want this moment for herself. And Nat ag- sort of agrees and seems a little weird out. Yeah. And and Shauna has fallen deeply in love with this baby at this point. Yeah. She is all in. Shauna wakes up to hear humming and the baby isn't in the crib. She goes to the group. She's super weak. She calls mm-hmm. for Ty and Van. The circles she's, under her eyes are oh, jet yeah, black. She, she's awful. Mm-hmm. She's in awful shape. Um. And she sees the skull altar and keeps asking, where is her baby? And finds the most gruesome thing I think I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the group in the cabin in front of the fire, covered in blood, and they're clearly eating the baby. Mm-hmm. And she screams and wakes up in her labor bed, yelling, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Asking for her baby, and she's so frantic. And Ty tells her that she lost a lot of blood, and they thought they lost her too. I mean, she has she what she had was placenta previa, mm-hmm. and without medical inf- intervention, she probably should have died. Like, yeah, this yeah. the fact that she lived is a miracle. Yeah. Um, and Sean is beyond frantic, just looking for the baby, and I really think this is the worst thing I've ever seen mm. on television. Um. And Ty has to tell Shauna that she lost the baby and she can't believe it. And she just goes on and on and how he was alive and he was crying and didn't they all hear it? And you can see just the intense grief in all of them. It was, I, it was, I just, I never saw anything like it. I'm going to be honest. No. It, I was like, just go ahead. I'm sorry. The woman oh. who plays the young Shauna, whose name I cannot remember at the moment. She is also just stunning. Yeah, and she she said I follow her on Instagram, and she said um, everybody in that that cast was sobbing. Everybody, I'm like, sure. that's all real. It's all I'm real. sure. Mm-hmm. I am sure. And she says, and Ty shows Shauna the baby, and she just can't even believe it. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to her. And she says she can still hear him crying, and she asks everyone if they can hear him. Can't you hear him? Can't you hear him? Mm-hmm. And everyone walks away except for Ty who just holds her as she wails and we go to black no music until we hear the women humming again yeah it was and i was gutted i was gutted i was just like i'm i'm telling you i've watched a lot of television and this is something that will like i think stick stay with me for a long time agreed like this agreed. was because i think you know we we i think in this country especially you know we have the privilege of thinking like everybody gives birth in these wonderful clean Mm -hmm. hospitals and you love your baby immediately and your baby's always healthy and which we know isn't true like the mortality rate infant mortality rate here is not 100 percent great it's not great yeah um not for where it should be but not every mother loves their baby right away 
Mm-mm. You know what I mean? That's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. Like every mother has to come to mother on their own timeline. And we to just see Shauna get there and to have it ripped from her right. was like devastating. And all it was of- like we lost something with her. Yeah, we did. Do you know what I mean? And all of them lost something with her. And for all of them, th- this baby was their hope. This mm-hmm. baby was the thing that they were focused on. This this baby told time. Like this this mm-hmm. baby really became a a keystone of their experience there. Yeah. And now the baby's gone. And now what's going to happen? And I also feel like there's I think this, this is where shit gets real crazy after there's, this. There's this weird sense of like the audience is in on something that the girls don't know because mm-hmm. we've seen the baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we experienced it. And so we sort of have this, the loss is more powerful to us than it is even to them in some different way. Maybe not yep. more powerful, but like in a different way. It's different. We experienced a healthy baby who yeah. struggled and then finally got it. Yeah. And then to learn that it was not real at all. And just Shauna's grief at losing her baby. And yeah, it was just. So to think that this young girl not only has all the trauma that's happening, but now she 100% probably has postpartum depression. So she has to deal with that. She has to deal with grief. Mm -hmm. She has to deal with, you know, more trauma. Mm -hmm. I don't, it, it explains so much of who she is today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I knew all along whatever happened with this baby is going to tell us everything we need to know about Shauna in the future. And her birth experience tells us everything she needs to know. We need to know. It, well, she makes a lot of sense. Yes, I agree. And as a writer, I'm immediately like, okay, so why do we have the baby storyline at all? If the baby mm, doesn't make it, right. and they did not leave that open to interpretation because Shauna, no. I was like, please see the baby. So we know it's definitely dead. So we don't have any rumors about that. Yep. She saw the baby. It's definitely dead. So I'm like, why? Like, this is Chekhov's gun. Like, why are we using this baby? But then I realized it's not about the past. It's about mm-hmm. current Shauna. Mm-hmm. And, and this is who she becomes. This is who this... she becomes. And it was. And then. Oh. And you have to imagine when she was pregnant with Callie and giving, like, how terrifying that had to be. Mm. Assuming Callie is her biological child, which you have said maybe she's not just because of their fractured relationship. But I think this is the reason of their fractured relationship. Yeah. The the, the more I saw of this, obviously, mm-hmm. the the softer my stance was on Shauna because I was like yeah. coming for her. Yeah. Um, She's just this poor woman. I mean, she's probably terrified to love Callie. Any, yeah. Or terrified. love anybody. Yeah. And this, I wonder too, like, does Jeff know about this baby? That's what because I want to know. Because if he doesn't know about this, this is a huge chunk of her. Mm-hmm. This is her origin story as a mother. Yep. yep. How does he not know that part of her? We don't you know. know. That's a big I, disconnect. The fact the fact that he goes on and says, you know, says, we have one baby. We have one child. This is our one job to take care of our one. Like, he said mm-hmm. one child enough times that makes me think that he doesn't know, but I don't know. And then if he doesn't know, why didn't she tell him? Right. Unless she has, I'm, I'm sure she's going to wind up with a lot of guilt that she, that her body betrayed yeah. both of them. And because that's know, what I, women do. We take that guilt do. on ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I, even though she I, did nothing wrong. Nope. Nope. Mm. She just, well, she had, she had no chance. She had not a lick of prenatal care. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, Toby? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. But yeah, it was just so hard. I mean, obviously, this is the worst part of the episode for us. Yes. Was there any light for you? Was there anything that you were like, I'm really loving this? I mean, for me, I think it was just seeing them all together in the present. Like, I'm really excited for where is this going to go? Yeah. Yeah. That that moment of seeing all six of them and the the lift up and it's the Mm -hmm. symbol and all that. Mm -hmm. And notice that was the only time we saw the symbol in this entire episode. Thank God. You know how I feel about the symbol. I know you're over the symbol. (laughs) But it was the only time we saw the symbol. But it was so well used. Yeah, to just lift up like that and see them all there. So yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited for the present version of next week. Yes, I'm not excited for the the cabin version of next week because I think right. we're going to now deal with the aftermath of all of this. I mean, the next episode is called Burial. Yeah, so that's where we're going to go, and I think this is not going to be. I wonder. This is not going to be a great Irish wake celebration of life. I just don't see that coming. I wondered if there was going to be some. There's going to be tension in the group because I wonder if some people are going to be like, maybe we should eat the placenta, maybe the baby. And then other people are going to be like, how dare you? Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm on team, how dare you? I'm on team. I am on team, how dare you? (laughs) You and I have talked about, we don't have moral ambiguity over the cannibalism in this. I I would have a ton of, not this one. Not yeah. this one. Yes. Yeah. Right. This one you can't. You want anyone else coach, is free reign. Ahead. You want to eat Crystal cooker up. But right. no. Yeah, we have a dead body. We don't need the baby. We've got Mm-mm. Crystal. Mm-mm. I mean, someone's got to drag her back. But the placenta over the ledge. would be really healthy for them to eat, actually. It probably. would. It would. But fry that gross. fucker up with some butter. <laughs> they don't have butter. Oh, they don't have butter. They don't have butter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't do this. There's no olive oil. There's no butter. Wait a they minute. have no herbs. Wait a minute. I could do any amount of time in the woods if there was butter. butter. <laughs> There's no butter, Amy. Of everything else they're missing, they have no butter. Oh, I don't even think the Wellstock cabin has butter. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. All right. So. That's all right. Any other thoughts? I mean, it was. Oh, I think I think we've said all we need to say, yeah, and said all we um, to say. yes, and we'll see y'all next week when we do this again. I know, I know. Oh, it can't be that. It can't be this bad. It can't. It can't Nothing. be this bad. It's all uphill from here, guys. It is. It's got to be. Yeah. How I mean, many episodes are there? Are there ten? I heard. I've heard nine, and I've heard ten. So okay. I'm not sure. Nine makes no sense. Why are we doing no. an odd number? Stop it. Yeah, it's usually ten, twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and if it's an 10. odd number, it tends to be like 15, not nine. Yeah. I'm thinking we're doing 10. I hope we're doing 10. I'm sticking to it. All right, guys. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Little Miss Recap. Check out our website, littlemissrecap.com, where you can leave us a voicemail and you could tell us what you think is going to happen. And maybe we'll play it on the air. Maybe we'll talk about it right into us if you want to. If you're like, what is this creepy voicemail on a web page? Right. Thing? You can always uh, private message one of us. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Let yep. us know, like, if you have a good theory or you think we're just out of our fucking minds, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we would. We'll lo- I would that. love to yeah. hear what other people are thinking about our thoughts. So, 100%. Please, 100%. Please um, Amanda, please tell everyone where they can find you when you're not here with me talking about real depressing shit. Um, Instagram is the best place to find me. You can learn all about my cats um, on Instagram because that's what a lot of the photos are. Um, Amanda Lipnack is my instagram handle 
And that is in the show notes as well. And yes. you're also at Blighty Day Fiance. Yes, I've done some recording there too. I'm kind of Michelle's go-to sub when uh, cool. she needs some support. So check that out too. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.